0: You're listening to the Market Expert Show. I'm Daryl Baskin of eXp Realty on your home for success, 105.7. Fab Lab Tulsa and the Makers Hub, a new building coming. Nathan Pritchett is with me. I'm excited about anything that's a new building, of course, being in real estate, but I'm also excited about Fab Lab and what it's doing. I want to learn more. Nathan, tell us about the building project that has uh, is more than just underway when you open, etc.
1: We don't have a grand opening date set just yet, but we are on a fast track construction process. So, we got started right away. I believe we broke ground with Earthwork on March 29th. They've already got all that leveling and those things have been taken care of. They're going to start laying utilities and things like that and doing the forms for the foundation. So it's moving very quickly, Now, now uh, this is is nice.
0: This is the Kendall Whittier area. So it's, it's right along Lewis between Admiral and 11th, correct?
1: Absolutely. So we are moving to the corner of 5th and Lewis. And so if you're driving by that area, you'll see our lot there and, you know, we should talk about Kendall Whittier and, and the growth that's going on here. There are a lot of projects along this Lewis Corridor. And, and we're, of course, we've been here for almost 10 years now at 7th Street. And that was really something we wanted to be a part of. We wanted to stay in this neighborhood.
0: Why Why specifically? Well, historically, so Kendall Whittier, that's where you'll find the Circle Cinema. And it was a—it uh, one of the first Like suburban shopping centers years and years ago, it was cut off by I two forty four. So there's a neat little corridor there that was kind of chopped off when the the expressway came through. It's interesting to go back and look at it historically, like when those streets would have just continued, and so it it fell into uh, economic ruin of sorts. And the Circle Cinema was not a a good place to be, you know, that was like the triple X cinema. And so all of this has just kind of come back. It's the gentrification and uh, some real positive aspects, but I'm, I'm interested in Fab Lab being selected to be at this location because it's also serving the community as we talk about gentrification and things happen that uh, sometimes squeeze out affordable housing and creates a divide between the haves and the have-nots. I think FabLab is a is a really on mission to change that. Is is that something that I just made up on my own?
1: No, you you've nailed it. There's there's a lot of things to kind of talk about there. So you're right. I always think back. I go back a little further even than Circle Cinema and I think that as a community we have to live a Give a lot of credit to the Ziegler family. Oh, yeah. Because um, Ziegler Art never left Kendall Square. And if they had, I'm not sure any of those historic buildings would be left. And and then you're exactly right. The, the revitalization and the work they did at Circle Cinema, which I believe was around 2009, 2010, kind of jump-started that process at that end. Um, What's interesting is we opened here in 2011, so we were very early on. So when you talk about the parts of the neighborhood that weren't as nice and kind, we certainly experienced that over time. Um, I'll never forget early on, you know, kind of the stories that jump out in my mind. We had a person come and visit the lab and left us a Facebook um, comment. And they said, great place, too bad it's in the ghetto. And I thought they just didn't get it. And so we were looking to make a change and make a change for the better and to be an organization that was in a community where we could be helpful, um, even beyond our mission. And kind of to that point, we also had a, a woman from the neighborhood come visit us a couple of months after we opened here. And she said something which really struck me. She said, thank you for having the lights on. And I thought, okay, sometimes that's all it takes to change a neighborhood is to turn the lights on and, and try to try to have some light in a, in a dark area. Nathan. Um, the other thing's
0: this is yeah, this is ahead. so you know we're here to talk about fab lab but I it's it's so important to talk about what the um the greater purpose is for this as an organization because uh, having the lights on. I know I've, I own property just across the street, and part of my mission has been just to have the yard mode and to yeah. to make it look clean and presentable. This comment about too bad it's in the ghetto. Well, first of all. If you're from Tulsa and you haven't been in this area in a long time, you need to open your eyes and come see what's happening and look at the people and the organizations who are actually making a difference. And as Tulsans, we can stop talking about the areas that are struggling in a negative way. So Fab Lab and the Maker's, uh, the, the makers Lab, what is this doing for the people in the community?
1: So we really have kind of five tiers to our programming. Um, At the bottom, we're committed to this community, which we've talked a lot about. So we do events and exhibitions, just trying to be good neighbors, um, you know, going to back to school nights and things like that. We do youth education programming. So we're introducing children to digital fabrication, how to use 2D and 3D software, how to visualize ideas from their head and make those reality Um, We teach design thinking, basic skills for problem solving and change making. We also extend that into workforce development programs, so Those are primarily targeted at adults or reskilling or high school graduates who aren't heading to college. But a lot of times they can't visualize themselves in some of these high value jobs in manufacturing because they've never experienced it. A lot of people who grow up in the neighborhoods we serve, they only experience service industry jobs. So they're used to seeing convenience stores and fast food restaurants and they don't see themselves in some of these other industries and careers. There's a disconnect. Um, there is. And I know our community as a whole is working to um, to alleviate that and fix that. And, and we're certainly part of that. We support right now about 35 businesses and they range... Um, across a wide variety from Etsy stores to large national companies that are either doing rapid prototyping or micromanufacturing. And and then we're also obviously we have our membership program. So this is a, a really interesting group because they can't really be defined demographically. It'd be interesting, it'd be easier from a marketing standpoint if you could just say, oh, they're like a late 20s engineering college grad, but they're really, they're 12 year olds, they're 80 year olds, they're engineers, they're artists, they're professionals, they're hobbyists, they're men, they're women. They can't de- be defined by race or other things, but what they have is that kind of maker mindset. So they're those DIYers, the people who want to do it themselves. And, and I think that's really those five things together is, is the ecosystem that we're trying to build And by mixing community, education, workforce, business, membership together, and so that everyone kind of finds their way. So no matter where you are on this spectrum in in making, there's a place for you. And and that's really kind of the secret sauce to what we've, we've been able to do and why we've been successful.
0: Nathan Pritchett, Fab Lab Tulsa. Find out more. Uh, All kinds of stuff happening here. Good for the community. Good for you. Kids, grandkids, parents, uh, FabLabTulsa.org. Thank you, Nathan.